Welcome to this week's Henchman of Comics. I'm Alex Dushback. And you done done me, and you bet I felt it. I tried to be chill, but you were so hot I melted. Is this uh I fell right through the cracks. Is this from a SoundCloud rapper? And now I'm trying to get back. I don't. Before I, the I don't cool time run right out, now. I'll be giving it my bestest. I, I don't know if this is really relevant. Nothing is going to, to stop me. To anything. But divine intervention. I, I reckon it's again my turn. Is this a prayer? <laughs> to win some or learn some. This is a... But I won't hesitate no more. I, I really don't know what it this is. It cannot wait. I, I'm yours. You got it. Thank you for helping me out with that so much. What? Welcome to this week's Henchman of Comics, everybody. Uh, we will not be seeing any more Jason Mraz, or will we? Uh, wow, okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad I didn't know what that was. <laughs> you didn't know what the smash hit I'm Yours was by no. Jason Mraz? Never heard it. Hmm. <laughs> it's pronounced Mraz. Mraz. Uh, uh, my, my apologies. Anyways, this week we're talking about the number one for the month of November. Uh, we've got a bunch, so we'll just uh, skim through each of them. We'll just read their titles, and then that's it. Yeah, uh, first up is Deadpool by Kelly Thompson. We read it. Yeah, uh, we're starting with Marvel uh, this week. I thought that was obvious when I yeah. said we were reading Deadpool. Well, Deadpool is actually pretty meta, so I'd be surprised <laughs> if he showed up in a Boom Studios book. I, w- I wouldn't be shocked. Um, but yeah, this is a... Uh, Marvel characters are in uh, some Boom Studio stuff. So. There wasn't a Deadpool book for a little bit uh, after Scotty Young's run ended. But Deadpool got his relaunch after all the other X-Men books got their relaunch, basically. Uh, Kelly Thompson, I'm a huge fan of. Um, Is this the first female writer on Deadpool? No. Uh, Gail Simone wrote Deadpool for a long time. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. That's uh, awesome. Uh, but this is... a. Uh, essentially, I love Chris Baxler's art. I know he's real. Like Some people love him. Some people hate him. Uh, his art can be a little confusing at times. But essentially, Deadpool is hired to kill a monster taken over Staten Island. There's some great jokes about how it's Staten Island, so the Avengers wouldn't notice yeah. uh, for some time. Uh, uh, and essentially, Deadpool becomes the king, king of the, the monsters. monsters in this which I wonder if it's going to play in with back to with Duggan's run when Deadpool was married to uh, Sheikla. Yeah, yeah, uh, and very well could be. Yeah, so I figure it would at times, but there is some tie-ins to uh, Thompson's West Coast Avengers run because Gwenpool shows up and drops off Jeff the Land Shark, yep. uh, which is from that run. Uh, and we get some Elsa Bloodstone, which is my favorite part. I loved Elsa being in this comic, and we're going to see more of her. Yeah. Well, that's a really fun book. I I, I enjoyed this first issue more than I enjoyed Scotty Young's first issue. Uh, night and day. Uh, now we're going to jump into the first of the new X-Men books, uh, which is Fallen Angels, written by Brian Hill. Uh, we're going in alphabetical <laughs> order, yeah, not alphabetical when order. they came out. No. Uh, the team of X-23... Uh, it's young, a Psylocke-led book. Young uh, Cable and... Yes, I love Young it. Cable. Uh, and Magneto and Sinestro are featured heavily in it as well. Uh, but I... Just like the other book we talked about last week or last month with Excalibur and Marauder, I enjoyed this book. It's something different, but it still feels cohesive to the rest of the stuff that's going on in the X-Men I think world. it'll get better with age for me. Uh, this one wasn't my favorite of the X-Men titles that, that came out. Yeah, this one, like we talked about like how Marauders is a pirate book. Excalibur is an adventure story. Uh, Fallen Angels is like the Black Ops team. Like they're the ones that work in the dark uh, and do the stuff behind the shadows. How do you feel about the art in this book? Uh, 
I liked the art for the most part. It or I'd say the art mirrors the tone I think Brian Hill wanted to capture. It does, but I I thought with uh, Psylocke and X twenty three in there, who are two similar looking characters, I had difficulty at times differentiating the two. And yes, uh, and I hope that changes a little bit as uh, I do too. And I will say this. These X-Men books are to be read in a certain order. Matt and I read them out of order because yep. we were dumb and we forgot. Major spoilers. <laughs> yeah. uh, so make sure Fallen Angels is the last one you yeah. read out of also the new X-Men spoilers book. for what we're talking about here. I don't know if we said that. No, we didn't. Good job. Yeah, I nailed it. Uh, we're jumping into the next one, which is New Mutants, uh, with by Jonathan Hickman and Ed Brinson, uh, with art by Ivan Reyes. With uh, a slow start. Yes. In my opinion. It's a long book. I feel like it's a very long. Uh, I don't I know if it's 32 it was issues. but the longest of the, of the uh, three I think it that is. we're talking about. Uh, it has a lot of build up to it because essentially it's bringing back like the classic New Mutants team uh, for the most part with Wolfsbane, uh, Chamber, uh, Roberto Costa, Sunspot, uh, Magic, uh, and Danny as well. Uh, but they're essentially, but they realize that Sam Guthrie's not their cannonball. Because uh, he's in outer space with his wife. So they're leaving Krakoa, they're leaving their paradise, and they're going to get Sam Gunthery. And they partner with the Corsairs, and they run to Shi'ar space. And it picks up really, I want to say, like the last like third of this book is when it picks up. Because it's really slow for like the first part, like you mentioned. Yeah, what you really have to do is open up your mind and see like me. Open up your plans, and damn, you're free. Is that more Jason Mraz? <laughs> Look into your heart, and you'll find love, 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 love. No, I, I I made that up by myself. Thank oh, you. Wow, it was a poem I wrote. Uh, you should sell. That. I'm yours. You should sell that. <laughs> I will sell it while wearing my finest fedora hat. Okay, I guess that's copyright, Matt Golden. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so many lawsuits are purely directed at him. <laughs> uh, what do you think about the end of this book? Uh, I thought it was enjoyable. I I mean, it definitely turns a a page and and shifts like halfway through uh, when they kind of get abandoned on that. On that other ship, uh, I will say this too. This is Avengers in space. Uh, I do hope. I do hope. Like after yeah. like the first six issues, they come back though to Krakoa and deal with other X Men stuff. I um, mean, I'm sure they will. Um, and I should say, Fallen Angels is only going to be six issues at first because Brian Hill is doing TV stuff, so he's going to finish six issues and then do the TV stuff and then come back to do more Fallen Angels. I think Angels. that's good, and I think most of these titles should work like that. Because there's so much going on right now that, A, as somebody who's purchasing comics weekly, I'm purchasing all of the new X-Men stuff right now. It's very expensive. Yeah. B, um, you have to read it in a certain order. Yeah. And that gets very frustrating. Uh, especially if you like one title. It's not – you're going to miss stuff. And that's frustrating. I, I started the other day trying to read X-Men number two, but I had to wait until I was reading the end of the month books. Yeah, because the next book we're gonna, next X book we're going to talk about, which we'll get to in a second, like will tie in heavily to all the other ones. I mean, all of yeah. these will, and I'm thinking. But we're going to shift gears again and talk about Punisher Soviet uh, with art, not art, written by Garth Ennis, art by Jason Burroughs. Uh, Garth Ennis is, in my opinion, the greatest Punisher writer uh, that there ever was. Yeah, I would and agree with ever that. will be. Yeah, probably. Uh, and I love this book. Like I like it. He just he knows Frank's voice so well. Uh, there is a Garth Ennis moment to where they're tailing him in the van, and he puts all that plastic explosives in the uh, in the back of the white van, and it's just total carnage. He comes back. There's just body parts through guy's face half melted off. And it's basically Punisher looking for a copycat killer in in Russia. Yep. Uh, it's it's super interesting. And what's interesting to me is more the fact that. They keep saying, all right, we're only continuing our Max series 
for you, Garth Ennis. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Like, I'm not even joking. Yeah. I can't think of another Max title ongoing right now. There I, might can't be re- I think the last or two. I, the last one I remember was like a Phantom X book from like four or five years ago. Well, so. you know what the, the exact last one was? Uh, Punisher Platoon oh, by yeah. Garth Ennis. Yeah. So yeah. They, they have a lot of faith and stock in this title. Uh, now we're going to talk about the last X-Men book of this new run for number one, which is X-Force. Which has uh, the biggest implications for like, yes. like you said. Uh, written by Benjamin Percy, art by Josh Kassara, or Joshua Kassara. Uh, and I, I like Benjamin Percy a lot. I love his Green Arrow run, and I thought this book was great. I thought this was one of the better uh, X-Men books. And like from the spoiler, it had a great opening. Like It had the secret cabal, everyone wearing masks, where they tested for mutant blood. Uh, a great opening to see for Domino to showcase her powers. Uh, oh, I love that. That was a that was a fantastic opening, and the ending yeah. is a massive cliffhanger. Yes, and if you uh, are like Alex and I and read Fallen Angels first, <laughs> you will find out that uh, Charles Xavier has once again been murdered. Murdered. Yeah, so very short lived uh, life for Charles Xavier. Mm-hmm. Uh, but and we got to see Wolverine basically be like Berserker mode Wolverine, which I think is what you need in every uh, X Force book. Just him being riddled with bug- bullets as he attacks someone. Real quick, because I know we got to move on to, to our next title. What do you think of this team here as an X-Force team? I like this team a lot for the most part. The one I'm really questioning about is Jean Grey, because Jean Grey doesn't really seem to have like that gritty edge to her. Well, uh, don't we also have a Beast on the X-Force team is kind of, uh, kind of uh, strange uh, to me. I, I could see that, but I could see Beast like being someone that needs that would agree that when necessary things get done, that he will be there. Yeah. Uh, Colossus is normally a big heart, but he's fallen on dark times ever since Kitty Pryde jilted him at the altar. But, I mean, Wolverine's essential for an X-Force team. Domino's been on the X-Force teams. I think Quentin Quire will be in the uh, X-Men edition. He's That'd on the cover, fun, but fun. he wasn't in this first issue. Yeah, uh, uh, Jean Grey, I, I would argue, is a better fit than Beast. Personally. This is also, I want to say, the darkest like first issue of these first issues as well. Without a doubt. Yeah, Without like, doubt. The, there's children, mutant children being murdered on yeah. their uh, on their Paradise Island. Yeah, you could make the argument for Fallen Angels, but you'd be wrong, because Fallen yeah. Angels is a second. Yeah. Uh, we're going to move over to Boom Studios uh, and talk about Folklords. Uh, book Holy by, shit, I love this book. This was really by cool. By Matt Kent. Uh, Matt Kent Ar- does a Martin lot Smith. of cool stuff. Yeah, I, I think this is... I want to say I've read, read, or read, uh, read stuff by Matt Kent before, but I can't recall anything off the top uh, of my head. We reviewed Black Badge, and I okay. actually finished the series. Loved it. You read it. You liked it. Uh, I loved Folklords, though. Yes, like, Folklords is, is one I'm going to continue really reading. Cool. It's, it's, it's kind of like The Village meets... Um, Shrek? Uh, yeah, <laughs> sure. The village meets Shrek. Uh, the main By character Night uh, lives in this mythical uh, fantasy world, which we have a lot of fantasy books this month, which is strange for us. It is. Uh, it I don't mind, but yeah. No, but uh, the main character wears a suit. He has visions of other worlds, uh, and yeah, his elders like are keeping secrets. Like old yes, exactly. Lore type stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and he wears yeah. a suit and a tie. Yeah, it was Everyone's great. Like, this is this, this is probably my biggest surprise of the month for myself. Uh, I would say it was the biggest surprise to me for me if I didn't know it was Matt Kent. That guy is an incredible writer and everything. Yeah, after that, I'm going to go back and look for more stuff by him after reading Folk because he won me over with that single issue. I will lend you none of it. That's fine, because speaking of great surprises, uh, we're going to talk about the least surprising book for me. Uh, We're moving (laughs) to Dark Horse Comics uh, and talk about how (laughs) Hazel and Cha-Cha saved Christmas by Gerard Way and Scott by or art by Scott Alley. Uh, this is a Umbrella Academy one-shot spinoff. Uh, did it make any sense at all to you? No. Yeah, no, yeah, it did, no, yeah. I did not. Yeah. It felt like Gerard was like, these characters were really popular on the TV show. 
So I'm going to capitalize on this. Yeah, they were also really popular in his book. Uh, and I thought the voices of Hazel and Cha-Cha are different in the book than in the in the TV series. Yeah, 100%. And I think he muddled or and mixed yeah. them together in this comic book, and it never worked. Yeah, it, it's a mess. And it was very confusing. It's basically just like any My Chemical Romance album. <laughs> it's the My Chemical Romance albums of comic books. Uh, moving on to Image and the busiest man in comic books nation, uh, Mr. Jeff Lemire. With art by Phil Hester, who's an incredible artist. He too. really is truly incredible. The art in this book is fantastic. Uh, Matt and I both love Jeff Lemire. That's no surprise. And I, I like this book a lot. Uh, this book has a lot of potential. Essentially, people are getting taken over and being turned into trees. We don't know why. Well, we don't uh, know that there are multiple. We know there's at least that's true. Yeah. Uh, and her... It's the main character is this woman uh, whose husband either left her or is dead. I'm not sure which one. I can't remember. Yeah. Uh, and he's just getting some smoke. Her oldest high school son is in trouble uh, for bringing pot. Kid. Yeah. Yeah. For but it was her pot. Yeah. Uh, and the daughter is a good kid who has a disease where trees are going out of her. And a strange man greets her for a cure. Turns out that strange man is uh, her grandfather that she never met before. Uh, uh, yeah. It's Jeffrey Tambor. Yeah. It's basically Jeffrey Tambor. <laughs> uh, with a gun. Uh, but yeah, it, this was a lot of fun. Like I, I, I have a hundred percent faith in Jeff Lemire. I can't wait to see where this is going. I'm going to keep reading the series. It kind of blends some of the horror elements of Gideon Falls, but it's not as dark as Gideon Falls. Like yeah. if I say Gideon Falls, it's like a PG-13 horror. If Gideon Falls is a rated R horror. Yeah, sure. I, I can say that. And you know what I've been doing as I've been spending way too long checking my tongue in the mirror, bending over backwards just to try to see it clear. That doesn't. That but makes that makes no sense. My breath fogged up the glass. So I drew a new face and I laughed. Well, again, uh, those are this is another poem I wrote. Are you uh, are you on Lexapro? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like I'm all for getting like the Medicaid help that you needed, but it feels like you're need you're having trouble adjusting right now. <laughs> you to either increase or decrease your dosage. I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, I don't know about you, but I was a big fan of the Image books this month, and uh, Heart Attack was a pleasant surprise. Yeah, to me. Heart Attack, of course, talking about the Billy Joel song where he mentions <laughs> getting a heart attack. Ack, 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 ack. Uh, you ought to know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that song is called uh, Sing Me a Song, Piano Man. Uh, <laughs> but this book is by Sean Kittleson uh, with art by Eric. Who? Uh, Sean Kittleson. Oh, I was just saying who because I've yeah. never heard of this person. Uh, and same here. Uh, an art by Eric Zawadzki. This book was really slow for me at first, but the end it really picked up. Uh, essentially, there's people have abilities. They're called variants. Yeah, uh, it's kind of like X-Men, but not. Yes, it, it it is a hundred percent inspiration from X Men. Sure, uh, yeah, I it mean, is with the theme. Yes, yeah. everything about it. It seems like it's low key X Men, uh, with them basically being like, "Hey, this is for people who want to read X Men but don't want to read through like sixty years of history." Which can you blame them? Yes, yes, I can. <laughs> Fair enough. You don't have to. You just have to go watch the X Men nineties cartoon on Disney Plus, and you've got it all right there. Kind of. Uh, but I enjoyed this book. It wasn't the best thing this week, but I still, it wasn't terrible. It wasn't bad at all. Like I said, I thought it was a pleasant surprise as something I just randomly happened to pick up. The next book marriage was more of a pleasant surprise for me. Uh, uh, Olympia uh, by Kurt and Tony Perez uh, and Alex Diotto. Uh, it opens with this like old school, like 60s style of art for a comic uh, where someone challenges this. Kirby-esque. Guy. Yeah, Kirby S for sure. Like Kirby New God's esque. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah someone challenges uh, Olympia for like his throne, but it's like in this futuristic like space setting. And it turns out it is a kid reading a comic book and the art style changes. And while he's reading it, uh, Olympia crashes to Earth. Uh, 
and is wounded. And so he runs to his mom's house to get Vicodin to like heal him. And he goes from there. And I, I thought it was a lot of fun. The only biggest like issue I had was like the pro- hard problem for me was like this kid just leaving Olympia there. Like not like sneaking out of his house yeah, and giving him like Vicodin or like going to a full Olympia. day of school. And he's yeah. like, I got to save up but all he, my money so I can buy yeah. this comic next but he, month. He is way too chill about everything. Like doesn't yeah. like question like anything. He's like, so and maybe I'll be explained more uh, in the second issue. But this was a fun book. It was Maybe a lot the kids like it, and you don't know. Maybe that's it too. Yeah. Uh, real quick note on this book: it's by a father and son duo, and this is really, really neat and really cool. And I don't know whatever happened with it, but the uh, father had cancer, and oh, they really? wrote it together. And I think maybe even drew it together. And I thought that was really beautiful and sweet. And it kind of dealt with, or how it was how they dealt with, you know, what they had to go through. With sure. It. So I thought that was really, really cool. Kind of like uh, what was that one book? And we did the movie as well too. Uh, the Fault in Our Stars? No, I mean, no. That movie. <laughs> oh, that was just you and I watching yeah, that alone. That's the other a great night. comedy. Uh, <laughs> um, about slaying giants. Uh, oh, I kill the, giants. The, yeah, 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 yeah. I kill giants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, that was gut wrenching. Yeah, that was the most depressing. <laughs> most well, for like an indie flick, that was like most depressing, like t- kids indie flick ever. But yeah. back on topic, we're jumping into uh, our DC books, and we're going to start with Far Sector by. N.K. Jimson and Jamal Campbell. Welcome to the world of comics, N.K. Jimson. Uh, holy fucking shit. I posted about this on our Instagram. This book blew me yeah, the fuck it, away. It's about a Green Lantern in one of the outer sectors, uh, but she kind of builds her own world. And I don't think, I can't remember this, the Green Lantern's name, uh, Life of Me, but like it's interesting because like she's not a traditional Green Lantern, and I kind of doubt if she isn't even a real Green Lantern at all. Uh, she's definitely oh, interesting. She's definitely from Earth. We saw her ring, which there seemed to be some, uh, or a, a shadowy hand, like, handling her ring. It was a bizarre amalgamation Yeah, w- of ring, w- sure. which is not how lanterns get their rings, either. Right. Uh, so there's there's a mystery in Walt, but it's on this planet where it's the first murder uh, that's been committed. Uh, in thousands of years. In thousands of years, yeah. and Green Lanterns are cops. So it's her duty as her role to solve the murder. Uh, and uh, work among with all, three different races. Yes, and, who all live together. Yeah. Who are all very uh, destructive Races too. It's a fragile piece that's managed to hold for thousands of years, but this could rock the boat and change everything. Uh, watch out for N.K. Jamsen and Jamal uh, Campbell because the art in this book blew me the fuck away too. And the mystery at the end, the way that it that it ends, is is incredible. With the second murder and a thousand years happening, uh, we're going to jump into our next book, which is another Tales from the Dark Multiverse. This one's Blackest Night by Tim Seeley, uh, with art by Kyle Holt. Uh, how do you and, feel about Lobo as a character? Because we get a lot of Lobo in this book. I, I love Lobo. Like this is actually probably my favorite so far of the uh, Tales from the Dark Universe books. I'd agree with that. Uh, essentially, the difference is is that Sinestro keeps the White Power Ring and blends it with the Black Power of Necronta Ring and keeps himself alive. Uh, but everybody else is doomed except for Dove from of Hawk and Dove fame because she's essentially the Avatar of Hope and she becomes the last human. Uh, so it's her mission to keep her alive and take her to the source wall. Lobo's alive because Lobo can't die. So the rings can't infect him. And there's a great hero that shows up halfway through with Mr. Miracle. Because, of course, free, yeah, if anyone's going to escape, uh, it's going to be Mr. Miracle. Uh, and they have a plan to go to the source wall uh, to uh, to fix everything. Uh, and And as in... As in, as what happens in all the other dark, dark multiverse tales, things go terribly fucked. Yeah. 
Uh, but I'd say this is like the least ending was like the least dark out of all of them so far. Well, I think it's it's greatly helped by the light presence of Scott Free, Mr. Yeah. Miracle, and Lobo. And Lobo, yeah. yeah, yeah, because those two, especially Lobo, like isn't going to be yeah uh, serious. But it's probably my favorite one so far. Uh, honestly, it doesn't hold a candle to the original Blackest Night, but that's uh, like an eighty epic what like arc. Would, yeah, yeah. But I mean, this, it's still a lot of fun to read, and it's just a nice little Elseworlds tale. We're going to continue our Tales from Dark Multiverse with Infinite Crisis, uh, written by James Tinney IV, with art by Aaron Lopersetta. The big difference in this one is that Maxwell Lord does not kill Ted Kord, Blue Beetle. Uh, but Superman Prime still shows up and still beats up the heroes. The only difference is he kills most of the superheroes. Uh, and so it's like this version of Ted Kord that comes up and saves them, but it... Everyone still ends up dying. It's dark, and this was this was a weird one. I thought it wasn't my favorite. Uh, no, it, it was definitely strange having the blue beetle as the focus of it. I thought it's it's nice change, and I enjoyed it. But you get booster gold, and there's no comedic relief. There's no. there's no signs of hope. It's all just dark, and it's not even that dark. But I will say both of these books have fantastic covers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. with the. Uh, Blackest Night one having Sinestro being engulfed by all the undead superheroes and the Infinite Crisis one having this future ballistic Blaze Boodle holding up Superman's cane, uh, Batman's cowl, Wonder Woman's lasso, a broken Green Lantern, Lantern on the ground, and Tiara. Like, it's great covers. Less great work. Yep. Let's go to uh, Michael Bendis. Yeah. Uh, League of Superheroes, uh, number one, uh, with by Brian Bendis, art by Ryan Sook. Uh, and this was probably... The least like thing I've read by business in a long time for myself, actually. Uh, oh, by far. Uh, yeah. It was very convoluted. Yes. There's way too many moving parts. Yeah. There's a lot which going Which is the point, but it doesn't yeah, work. Yeah, but it doesn't me. feel like it's very business. Like, business doesn't usually cram a ton of dialogue in his stuff and, like, let it, like, flow, like, naturally. And there's so much going on here, like you said. And it just it just didn't do it for me. Like, I'll, I'll read it digitally to see if it gets any better. But this really disappointing first issue for me. It's like a really bad third jersey for a sports team where it's like, oh, cool, throw on this new logo, but add this patch and that patch, and don't forget the stripes on the side. Ooh, and the lettering on the back should be different than the one on the yeah, front. Yeah, exactly. And the number's yeah. big on the back but small on the sides. What the fuck is happening here? Well, and that's how you end up uh, with the Miami Heat uh, jerseys where the basketball's on fire. So people, like people say it's classic. They're wrong. It's terrible. Miami yeah, Heat are my, trash. Yeah. They're trash. The Vice City jerseys are dope. Anywho, moving No, on everything to... about Miami is terrible. <laughs> you know, burn that city to the ground. Orlando is the only Florida team. <laughs> uh, let's talk about our next uh, book. We're getting into the black label now for the rest of our uh, reviews here. This one specifically from the Hill House imprint from Joe Hill. Uh, this is Dollhouse Family, written by Mike Carey, who... I famous- just got it. It's called Hill House because his name is Joe Hill. Hill. Oh, I thought it was just because every story takes place on a little hill. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, written by Mike Carey, who famous for mostly known for writing Lucifer and Hellblazer, uh, who had great runs on both books. Uh, and art by Peter Gross on this. Uh, I enjoyed this book. Um, it, it felt like classic, like old school, like horror to me. It's, it's yeah. a slow... It is slow burn. Creepy, yes. good yeah. burn. Yeah, this is... I really enjoyed yeah, this it's, book. This is not like modern like torture horror or like jump scare horror. This is very like Matt put it very well. It's very slow burn horror, but it works. It's like Coraline, but creepier. Yes, yeah, yeah. with darker implications. Oh yeah, yeah. 
Like yeah, they talk about murder and death and let's kill this person. So far, neither Ugh. Black Label or Hill House book has disappointed except for Joe Hill's one because Joe Hill makes terrible reference to the greatest genre of all time. So, uh, speaking of that, uh, the second one came out today, so that should be interesting. Oh, huh, huh, basket sure. full of heads. Sure. I hope they <laughs> bash ska some more. Well, then the book's going to be canceled. Alex, by issue three. Just, just open up your mind and see like me. Open up your plans and damn, you're free. Okay, well... Uh, Look into your heart okay. and you'll find yeah. the sky is yours. Why would anybody want the sky? This like, <laughs> it's just another Am I launching road. satellites? Yeah, this is uh, part three of I'm Yours, also by me. Okay, good. Good for you. You've become a modern day poet. Are you... I like that you're trying to uh, become the America's Next Top Poet Laureate. Uh, <laughs> and good on you. That's my favorite TV show, America's Next Top Port Laureate. Uh, next, we're going to talk about John Constantine Hellblazer, written by Simon Spurrier, art by Aaron Campbell, colored by Jordi Belair. And this book is very confusing to me because apparently there is two Hellblazer books written by Simon Spurrier, which doesn't make sense, but I'm okay with it because I love John Constantine. Uh, Matt uh, did not like the last entry at all. Uh, I, I liked it okay. Uh, it was by far not my favorite. And this book was so pulp. And just throw back to everything that I wanted John Constantine Hellblazer books to be when I was reading them. I read about five or six trades, all about 300 fucking pages. And this single issue of 27 pages was the best iteration of that I had seen. The art in this book is just like classic Constantine, classic Hellblazer. It's very much a callback to like that era uh, of whenever he was first coming up and being written by great writers. Not that he hasn't had a long run of great writers, yeah. but it's more very nineties like art. And I mean that in the best, most loving way possible. Uh, so you're saying it's just skimply clad women's where their armor only covers nothing. That's but, yeah. all that yeah. happens in yeah. Hellblazer yeah. is yeah. women wearing armor. <laughs> yeah. It's a new take by Simon Spurrier. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about, uh, this is a kind of unique one. It's a black label book. But it's a uh, a so, spinoff. It's a one shot too. Yeah, of the Batman uh, White Knight series that Sean Murphy is doing. It's also written by Sean Mur- Murphy, art by Klaus Johnson. But it's Batman White Knight presents Von Freeze, and it's Victor uh, Freeze's story. And I thought this was good, but not great. Uh, there are some elements I really loved, but I just don't need another World War II Nazi story. I would say it's good, bordering on really good. I thought the art was fantastic in this book. <sighs> is it ever? Um, I, I really enjoyed and the, the story. color by Matt Hollinger too was really good. I want to say that as well. I, I always will love any time that, that we can get a origin story that's different or unique. Uh, not that this is the most unique origin story, but it, it introduces you to, uh, Victor Freeze's wife, Nora, in a new, um, strange way that you didn't really expect. And it seems like either Sean Murphy or DC has plans to keep like this universe of Batman alive for a while if they're doing like one shots. Of other characters too. Yeah, I, w- I would fully expect the White Knight series to go to a third, um, third story. Uh, we're actually going to talk about one that we missed last month because it came out the very end of the month and we somehow both missed it. But it's another Black Label book. It's The Last God, uh, written by and drawn to, by, I think, I by Philip Kennedy to Johnson. The fucking border of the United States to grab this book. Yeah. You are all welcome. Well, you didn't have to go as far as to Canada, but you could. <laughs> I'm sure there are ones closer, but <laughs> I guess it made for a good, good Snapchat live. <laughs> yeah, I was nearly in Mexico for work and happened to, to see two different copies of this fucking book. Yeah. So I, I made sure I grabbed it. Matt, a professional donkey smuggler, in case you're wondering. That's why he's <laughs> in the water. Uh, so what do you think of it? I thought it was interesting. Uh, I enjoyed it. 
Uh, not my favorite book of the month. It was it was cool seeing DC do an original fantasy, fantasy yeah. book. Like I like this book a lot. It starts off a little slow. But I think it's really good. It does it, start off it really, has, really, really slow. Has all the hallmarks of like classic fantasy. Like you yeah. have like your warrior character who is uh, in rough circumstances who will rise to become a hero. Uh, there's a traitor in the beginning who everyone thought they could trust. At the very end, there's pages like expanding the lore in the world and past that. There is a world map, which you see in a lot of fantasy books too as well, showing the world. Yeah, I fully expect this to go on for, for quite some time. I think it's a 12-issue series. I want to say we'll make it the longest Black Label series. Oh, wow. Good for them. Now we're going to talk about our last book, and obviously our last Black Label book, uh, which is The Question, The Death the- of Vic Sage. By Jeff Lemire, goddamn uh, and bar- right. By Dennis, Dennis Cohen. Holy shit, Dennis Cohen over here uh, pulling out some. We're talking about '90s art a second ago. This is some '90s fucking yeah. art and beautiful. And I love the question of the character. I love Jeff Lemire. So I thought. I mean, I thought this was a really strong book. Is there a more versatile writer than Jeff Lemire? Yes. Okay, there you go. That's all. Yeah. All right, yeah. let's move on to ranking yeah. them. That's all we need to know. <laughs> But about this book, uh, it's there's this pulp crime happening. Uh, J- Jeff is still as Vic Sage hosting on his TV show. Uh, so there's this current mystery foot he's trying to solve. But the mask he's wearing is impacting him. He's seeing visions of the past. is Or not past. We don't really know what he's seeing. But it ends on a nice hook. Uh, I read this and then right afterwards uh, read the Hellblazer. I was like, oh, I read the same book yeah, twice. You're, you're just reading detective stories, basically. Yeah, and let me tell you, yeah. they were they were both fucking beautiful. But now we're going to go ahead and jump in and rank the books for this month. So uh, last place for me, I know it's going to be a real shock, uh, but it was Hazel and Cha-Cha Save Christmas. Yep, uh, uh, same for me here. Just not good. Convoluted, didn't make any fucking sense at all. Real, real strange. Couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> uh, you were actually too kind, actually. Yeah, I probably was, honestly. Uh, I think the next one for me is going to be actually surprisingly Legion of Superheroes by Brian Michael Bendis. Yep. Uh, we're two for two on the same one here. Legion of Superheroes sucked dickhole. <laughs> well, okay. That time you were too mean. <laughs> well, I can't get it straight, I guess. Uh, I'm going to go with Heart Attack myself next. I liked it, uh, but there's just uh, to me a bunch of better stuff this month. Uh, Alex, uh, there's so much good shit this month. This is, this is really difficult for me. Uh, I'm going to have to go with Infinite Crisis, the Dark Multiverse story. Uh, I'm actually right there with you. Infinite Crisis was mine. It's None of these have been like amazing, but this one was disappointing, I thought. Uh, next for me is is going to have to be in... Sorry, Garth, I love you so fucking much. And you're a beautiful, beautiful man. But Punisher Soviet... Uh, so Matt makes the first terrible choice of the month. <laughs> it's fine. It's a good book. It is. Uh, there's just so much good shit this month. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Blackest Night, Mark Morphers. It was, I think, far better than Infinite Crisis, uh, but there's just like, too much good stuff this month. Yep. I'm, I'm again, right there with you. We're, we're keeping in line pretty well. Um, these books are a lot of fun, but in my mind, they're not what I would qualify as the best of the best. Uh, for me, the next one is Olympia. Uh, I thought it was great. I know, it's definitely I'm going to keep reading. I like to hear that. Uh, next for me is, is Heart Attack. Cool book. Very interesting concept that maybe we've heard somewhere before. Yeah. You know, just you know, in one or two places. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Von Freeze for my next one. 
Uh, I liked it. You can also read this if you're not current on Murphy's late, latest White Knight series. You can read this and not really be spoiled at all for the current uh, no. series. Uh, I make sure that we don't spoil anything that's ongoing uh, when we're doing something new. So you don't have to worry about that here. Uh, for me, Fallen Angels was the next one. Uh, I enjoyed it, but I thought it was the art kind of threw me off a lot. A oh. lot, a lot. I'm going to go with New Mutants for myself. Uh, I liked it a lot. It had that appeal of the classic New Mutants team. Uh, but it just starts off, it's just really slow, especially for the, the X-Books that we're used to. Yep. Uh, again, we're in line here. Uh, New Mutants, I don't need a half of a book to not be good before we can finally get to some enjoyable stuff. Uh, I'm going to go with Dollhouse next. Uh, it was a it was a great horror book by Mike Carey. And I, I'm really excited by the Tale House imprint. Uh, for me, Olympia is next. There were some plot holes that weren't enjoyable, but I'm very much excited to see where this one goes. I'm going to go with John Constantine Hellblazer. I, unlike Matt, I actually like wow. the yeah, I like the first book more uh, between the two. But I will I be reading be all of these. Uh, I mean, even though I read every Hellblazer, uh, but yeah, I, I mean, it was still worth a read if you're a John Constantine fan. Uh, next for me is Last God. I liked it. A whole bunch. Cool fantasy series. Wonderful art. And the cover is to die for. Um, but the slow start just didn't overcome it for me. I'm going to go with Fallen Angels. Uh, I liked it a bit more than Matt did. I like this like Black Ops team. Uh, I'm just And I like Brian Hill a lot as a writer. So I have a lot of faith in him that he's going to put out a really strong six issues in this series. I think that'll be the case as well. And I think it's just setting the the bar for that, for that series. Uh, next for me is uh, Kelly Thompson's Deadpool. Um... There were some really weak moments. The art, like you said, is very particular. If you're not super into it, you're going to struggle. And until I see more of it, I think I'd love this as a trade. I'm actually going to, and I didn't do this with Scotty Young's, but I'll be picking up issue two for that. Good. So a lot better than Scotty Young. So. Finally, thank you for supporting a minor character like Deadpool. Yeah, about time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with the question uh, by Jeff Lemire. I thought it was really good, uh, but I think like a lot of his stuff, I think it's best read uh, as reading the whole arc first, which this will just be one arc because it's a black label book. Uh, next for me is Dollhouse. The horror genre is very underdone in comics, so it's nice to see it getting attention and love and being done the right way. And it's done the right way here. Uh, I'm going to go with Far Sector. It was so much better than I thought it was going to be. I wasn't looking forward to this book at all because uh, I'm like, oh, great, another Earth Green Lantern. But it, it far surpassed any expectations I had. Uh, for me, Von Fries is the next one. I am a slut for World War II and any of that weird Nazi shit. So I'm such a big Hellboy fan. Uh, so give me all of that. And I mean, we already knew that Victor Von Fries had connections and ties there. So really, really cool the way that that book played out. I'm going to go with Family Tree by Jeff Lemire. This was my favorite of his books this month. Well, I mean, it was ranked one spot exactly above the last one. Yeah. So. It's uh, uh, I mean, it's quite a gap. <laughs> uh, for me, the next book is X Force. I love how different we are this yeah. this month. This is really cool. We don't usually get this. Uh, X Force was a great book, the best of the X Men titles in both of our opinion. So that should tell you something. Um, uh, I still think there's a lot of holes in this book, but I'm sure they will all be filled later on. And this was who Percy? Yeah, Benjamin yeah. Percy. Yeah, great, great book. 
Uh, I'm going to go with Deadpool by Kelly Thompson. I love this book. Uh, I can't wait uh, for this arc to continue. And I'm liking it more than Scotty Young's. And I like Scotty Young's run a lot. Uh, we are now into the top five. And for me, honestly, this is the toughest. Top four for me, but yeah. Top five Yeah, I've so ever my had. fifth was. was Deadpool? Yeah. Um, this is the toughest top five I've, I've ever had to to pick between. And I'm going to have to go with Family Tree by Jeff Lemire. Um, I cannot wait until the next one comes out. And I think it's only like a week or two away. I really can't wait. Slow down, Jeff. Dude, yeah. he's, he's going to get carpal two tunnel syndrome. Books a week. And it's, it is insane. The guy is the busiest man in comics. And riding them all on his yachts from his fleet of yachts. That he's got <laughs> that black hammer money. Yeah. He makes less than I do. <laughs> I'm sure of it. Uh, I'm going with Punisher Soviet. It was an amazing Garth Ennis Punisher book. It's the second or the first of another, uh, book he's got coming out. He's got another Punisher book coming out soon, I think, too. Uh, and I can't wait to read more. I'll be buying this whenever it comes out of the trade. Uh, coming in at number four for me, Folklords, uh, by Matt Kent on Boom Studios. Rarely do we see a Boom Studios book that is this good. Although, wasn't Once in the Future, Boom Studios? But yes, it is. I think it was and number actually, one. I take that back. They, yeah. they have been absolutely crushing it lately because yeah. they've got that book and there's another one by them that is out right now that I've been picking up weekly. Uh, Did they do Second Coming as well as FM? No, that is Ahoy Comics. Ahoy. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mark Good for Russell Ahoy. Uh, really landed a giant comics company with yeah. Ahoy Comics. Uh, I think my, so moving into the top three for you Yeah, now. my number three is going to be Folklore. Uh, I loved it. I thought it was great. Uh it's like the lighthearted fantasy adventure that you, you don't see a lot of in comics, at least not that's like as well done as this. My biggest issue with Folklords is that uh, the fact that everything Matt Kent has done so far has been short form. Yeah, so I and I wonder this is if six to twelve issues. Yeah, I think Boom only does six to twelve for their books too. So now, right now, one of their recent ones just got picked up for a uh, a second continuation, and it's the one that I can't fucking think of. What was it? Uh, it's driving me goddamn um, crazy. Something is killing the children. Was that Boom? Not a, a six issue thing. So. Why don't we work for Boom Studios? We really need to. Sorry, why don't Boom Studios work for us? <laughs> oh, that's an even better fucking question, my friend. Right. Um, wow, what do you have in your top fucking three here? Uh, top two for me. Oh, you're into the top three. Oh, yeah. wow. Uh, we have a totally different top three this time. And that's like maybe the first time that's ever happened. Yeah, I think it is. I think this is history in the making here. Uh, John Constantine Hellblazer comes in at number three for me. Which is really high for you for a Hellblazer book, too. It is. Like I said, I absolutely love this comic. And this is one that I, I and I don't say this lightly, will be picking up weekly. <laughs> Or monthly, I guess. Yeah, yeah, weekly. It's a bit much, like Matt. We've told you that it comes out once a month. Yeah, yeah. Batman's the it's only bi-weekly book that I can think of off the top of my fucking head. Uh, for me, my number two is going to be The Last God. Uh, I loved. It. I've been waiting for this kind of like dark fantasy. Like when I was like in like middle school, uh, I loved reading like the the Dragonlance books and things like that. And this was the closest thing I've seen along those lines, like of that quality. Uh, add some nostalgia, a uh, little bit of Conan blend too. And like, I just thought it was great. I can't wait for more. Uh, In fact, I will say this has been my favorite DC black label book. Wow. That's fucking high praise. Yeah. And the fact that you have an X-Men book at your top, it should speak even higher for last God, because you are the most biased 
shit pig I... a homer i have ever met for x-men books and i'm so proud of you for ranking the other ones way way lower i've never read an x-men book in my life <laughs> um but i think what i've really been i guess what i've been saying is there ain't oh no better God. reason to rid yourself of vanity and just go with the seasons it's what we aim to do our that doesn't make any for- sense yeah, that totally makes no makes sense. sense. Just because something rhymes doesn't mean you should sing it. I wrote that poem. It's called Jason. Um, and like the greatest song that was ever written, I'm Yours, by somebody whose name I can't oh think of Oh my right God, now. just say your number two already. I cannot deal with this. <laughs> uh, I'm going to create some history uh, for the henchmen of comics and have a tie for number one. Oh my God, one. you're the worst. God. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> loves them when things end in a tie. Especially That's why soccer fans <laughs> never riot because they're always so happy about all the ties that happen. Uh, Far Sector uh, by N.K. Jimson and the question by Jeff Lemire. Are- cool. Well, <laughs> I have a clear cut number one. And Fucking perfect it's books. It's X-Force by Benjamin Percy. These books both get a 10 out of 10 from me. How do you how do you pick a 10 out of 10 over a 10 out of 10? Uh, you, it's simple. One's a better 10 out of 10. Or you can just do the Alex system because X-Force is 11 out of 10. Boom, I solved that problem. <laughs> It gave 110%. I think that was like my number 12 rated book, so... Yeah, well, it's okay. It's just because you like pretty pictures and you're illiterate and because Wolverine scares <laughs> you whenever he goes berserker mode. You don't like any of that snick snick. I'm no, illiterate, no. scared, and what was the other one that you said? You don't like it when Wolverine goes berserker oh, mode. You, you like that snick snick. I like snick. pretty pictures. Yeah, you do like pretty pictures, but that's not an intel. That's a compliment. You just like pretty pictures. <laughs> Art teachers, maybe? Oh. Wow. Well, that's going to wrap it up for this week's Engine of Comics. Uh, next week, we're going to be talking about Harley Quinn on the DC Universe for the animated series. Kaylee Kuoko, uh, if you're uh, single and free, don't call us. We're not interested. Yeah. Uh, we are spoken for. <laughs> yeah. Stop being so desperate. We're not and into it. if you want to invest in this podcast, we <laughs> only accept Russian rubles. <laughs> that's our Googling exchange rate. It has to be laundered through... Uh, Toy Story piggy bank from the fictional Disney store. <laughs> uh, don't contact any lawyers. Don't at me. Uh, as always, you can email us at henchmanofcomics at gmail.com. Uh, we also appreciate you not ever adding us on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. Uh, but please like and subscribe to our podcast. Mostly just subscribe and download. That's all we care about. Don't listen because your parents will be disappointed in you. Yeah, treat it like Spotify. You just keep listening to your favorite artist over and over again. Just keep downloading and playing it over and over again for our for our, your favorite episode. Yep. For Henchman of Comics, I'm Alex Ashback. And I'm yours. Henchman ain't easy.